one of the fighters on this weekend's upcoming card. Not 267, but UFC 268 going down at MSG. And this man is fighting Bobby Green. It's been a minute since we've seen him in the cage. Lightweight Al Iaquinta stopping by throwing down here on a Monday. Al, man, it's been, like I said, I just intro to you, it's been a minute since we've seen you. A lot of people are excited to see you back in an octagon. I would imagine you're excited, my dude, to get back in an octagon. Oh, definitely, definitely excited. It's been too long. It's been uh, it's been a rough road to get back here, but here we are, and I'm so excited to be back. It's at MSG, a, a great opponent, tough opponent, tricky opponent in Bobby Green. So I'm I'm looking forward to Saturday night. I like, uh, I don't know, I no one, you guys can't see Al. Al's obviously on Zoom with us right now, but he's on a pool table, and I do my show, Al, from a pool table. I set my uh, oh, there we computer go. Uh, right there on the pool table. So there's a little synergy happening here on a Monday, like yeah. pool table to pool table, chill room to chill room. Now, you said the journey back uh, to the Octagon this Saturday at UFC 268, obviously a big fight against Bobby Green, but, bro, the last time we saw you was 2019. Throughout that time, I mean, you've obviously had stuff going on in your life and then oh yeah the world has had shit going on we've been in a pandemic like the last time you fought that none of that was going on now you're back the world is in chaos bro what have the last like two years been for you just in general like with everything going on uh it's been um a lot of rough patches for sure uh yeah. a lot of good stuff going on outside of fighting but uh, you know, my fighting career was kind of on hold while I was dealing with a, with an injury, a few injuries. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've just, I've just struggled to get back to good health and I had a surgery. Uh, I, I went under the knife during COVID and, um, and, uh, they they thought the recovery was going to be a lot quicker than it than it was. I still don't know why it took so much longer than the doctors were saying, but um, it was super frustrating. I went out to the PI. I was I was doing physical therapy out there for a month straight and wasn't really seeing any results. Uh, and they couldn't really tell me why I was in so much pain, but I just stuck to it um, as as discouraging as it was i didn't give up and uh finally turned a corner and made it here so i'm uh it's it's uh i think it's gonna show in this fight that i've been through i've 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 pushed through everything and uh you know the this guy is not tougher than me the, he's not the toughest opponent i've faced in the last two years and uh and it's going to show in the fight. Well, you, you certainly have pushed through a lot. And um, this is going to be your second fight in, in MSG. And and um, I remember being on the, the first MSG card and just the magnitude of that. But I almost targeted this card to come back on. I thought it would be really cool. Um so tell me, you're kind of in my shoes in a sense, like where I thought maybe I would have that, that fight again in MSG because... The magnitude is just such a big feeling. Like, does that matter to you? Is it important to you? Are you excited for that? Does it change anything at all for you? 
No, I, th- th- it's actually my first. I've never fought at MSG before. I fought. Oh, I apologize. The, I thought you were. Yeah, uh... I fought at the Barclays Center. Um, okay. And I was supposed oh, to be that's on. That's right. That's right. That two hundred five card, but ended up. I, I I was. I ended up having a surgery right after that one too. But um, so I yeah, I never fought on MSG. But okay, to me, so you were, you MSG. thought you were gonna. So then you're getting a shot at to actually fulfill that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that that's important too. I mean, what do you feel about? that opportunity then because it was, yeah. it was pretty exciting for me i remember that it's super exciting i mean even i mean i've uh you know, no matter where in the world you are madison square garden is like the center of the entertainment world as far as performances and and athletics everything it's in new york new york uh this it's it's right that's where you want to be i've i live uh, it's a 45 minute train ride. You hop on the Long Island Railroad. It takes you to Penn Station right underneath Madison Square Garden. And so many times I've ridden the train into into the garden to watch boxing fights and um, concerts. I was at Billy Joel's 100th uh, performance at MSG. And it was so right. there's so much greatness that goes down there to be able to do it myself and People are going to be hopping on the Long Island Railroad, getting on the train, get a you know get a tall boy, drink it on the way in, and get rowdy in the crowd. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be doing that, and, I, and they're going to be doing it to, to to watch me is just it's it's incredible. It's going to be uh, yeah. I I I love the more people that are watching me the 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 more like the higher stakes the better i think i perform i i rise to the occasion my so many people are going to be at this fight my family my friends new york it's gonna it's really gonna push me and and, um i'm just looking forward to it so much sounds like you think or feel like you fight better when you have that pressure and those expectations of your hometown crowd and people watching you like you alluded to. It, it sounds like that's a, a even more of a motivating factor because some people out at your hometown, you got to answer ticket requests, you know, the, 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 the hustle and bustle, the commotion of the whole week. A lot of fighters don't like dealing with it. You hear from them. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I don't mind. I mean, that part of it is not the best, but um, right. the, uh, yeah, when the crowd is packed, when it's you know when it's all, I I I love that. I I feed off that. That's where I want to be. That's where I've wanted to be my whole career. So when I get there, it's like you know it it, pu- it pushes me. It drives me. I I I'm good with my like I don't even know if you call it nerves. I channel that into good uh, mm-hmm. po- positivity, and uh, yeah, I. I definitely thrive under the uh under the spotlight so not having that spotlight and we're here with ally quinta you know uh you haven't been active you know it's been two years since we've last uh seen you uh in the cage you kind of documented some of the the injury struggles and how frustrating um that was you know Al, I mean, we weren't with you for these last two years. We weren't riding with you. I mean, I know there's a lot of folks that follow you along on social media when you are making posts and kind of updating folks. But um, I'm just curious, you know, from my standpoint, did that like build an armor? Do you feel like a better fighter because of that? Because, you know, the the frustration in that time alone, I mean, it can teach you a lot about yourself. Uh, I'm just kind of curious how it played out for you. 
Yeah, I think time away is 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 good. Okay. Sometimes if you use it the right way. Sure. And, I second that. You know, for sure. <laughs> kind of clear. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need you know? it. Come I on. mean, a veteran, like you, you've been doing it so long, you got to give your chance, like a chance to breathe and fall in love with it again. So, I mean, I think breaks and spurts because it's 24 seven for us. You, just, you never get a break. Yeah. So I, I think as you be, you, you mature in the sport, sometimes it's just necessary. It's just necessary to take a breather and use that time to come back around. Right. And, and, and I find oftentimes more than not, I think it serves us well to take a little breather and, and sometimes it's forced and we don't think we need it. And then we find out, Oh, I was, that's actually better that I did that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You said it perfect right there. I mean, you, you, uh, I'm sure you felt it, um, your time away, you came back uh, on fire, you know? So it's, it puts it puts the it uh i feel like and maybe bobby green might be feeling like this because he's uh he's um you know you get into you get you get a lot of fight you get if you're fighting a lot and he keeps you know you're in the gym and it just kind of turns to monotony and and you're looking to get through sparring sessions or you know it's like just another sparring session that mm-hmm. it's not Bit huge, like a big. It's not like a big thing. Like this is a fight, you know what I mean. You can't go into a fight like a sparring session. You can't go into a sparring session like a training session. And I think that that can happen. Um, and I, I think that I was, you know, I was getting, I was on that kind of path for for a little bit. I had I had a bunch of fights in in a short amount of time. I've been doing it for a long time. So to kind of switch things up, I've always been in the gym. I've been uh, helping the younger guys. So it's not like my, I've been doing other things. My mind has always been in fighting. So it, it motivated me to, to see new things, new moves, but not be able to do them. And just, I couldn't wait to get back on the mat and try this and try that. And I couldn't wait to throw this new combo and see if it works from this angle. Can I switch to Southpaw from that combo? And will it work with, you know, if, if the guy's moving this way and all those kind of things, it was like, it was like, you know, when you can't have something, you want it so much more. And then when you get it, you, you, you're all in. And, uh, and that's where I think, that's where I think really, um, it was a good thing. That's why I think it was a good thing for me in this, in this case. I, I got a question on that one then. Did you, did you study in your downtime? Did you watch a lot of fighters? Did you study? Did you try to put things in your mind and visualize the sport? Yeah, I wouldn't. I, it's not like I was uh, sitting down and like, like I'm going to study right now or or anything like that. But I'm just like a fan of the sport, and right. I have at the gym at, at uh, Saralongo. We have we've got some young guys, up and coming guys that are really uh you know three and oh, three knockouts. Justin the kid, Dennis Bazooka has he's. Uh, just knocked the guy out in ring combat. He was on the contender series, had a tough loss. He's he's looking to get back in there. So uh, just a, a, a I could name probably like five or six more guys. Uh, Pumi and Kuda is the CFFC uh, flyweight champion, un, undefeated. He's got to be knocking on the doors to the UFC. So I've I've been I. Uh, I like staying in the gym and, and these guys kind of look up to me as a guy who's been in the UFC, been successful in the UFC. So I try to help 
as much as I can with these guys. Um, but in, in, in return, it really kind of helped me because I, uh, you know, I see them working hard every day and I'm like, man, I can't wait to, I can't wait to, to show, to show them that I, you know, who I am and, and what I, what I do, what they might not even, you know, some of these guys are just like brand new to the gym. They don't, they don't even know. They, they see me on the sideline. They don't see me working hard and how hard I work and stuff and, um, work i kind of yeah i see this guy an up-and-coming young guy i want to get in there and mix it up and see oh you know what's this guy you can't you can't really tell you can tell so much about a person by getting in there and and working with them um just without even like saying anything to them you just you work with somebody and if you get on the mat and you roll with them or you, you move around with them sparring you can really tell a lot about a person about who they are um, I think those, you know, those are the things that I missed while I was out and it just, it made me want to get back, but going back to the other thing. Yeah. I was always, I, I was, I, I broke down film as like a new jujitsu DVD comes out some, something I'm, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll, uh, you know, get a few moves in my head and, and yeah, I was always, I'm always, I'm a fan of the sport. I'm a, I'm a. I'm a martial artist at heart. So I was always, even though I was out on the sidelines, physical therapy and stuff, my head was in the game. Well, Al, and we're here with Ally Aquinta. Uh, you talk about being a fan of the sport. And uh, I mean, that's no surprise. You've been in the UFC now almost 10 years. I think you're like 34 years old. You, uh, you come from a storied team, obviously, you know, Ray Longo, Matt, Sarah, uh, the lineage there is deep and it is long, but, but again, you are a veteran, man. You've been in the sport a minute. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, you're obviously an opinionated dude. You've been around the sport. You have the veteran status. What are the changes? Some of the changes you've seen in the sport, because you are a fan. We are fans. We love watching it. What's this journey been like for you? And what's it been like watching the UFC evolve mixed martial arts? arts evolved the whole sport evolved man because you've been there front and center at a really important division as well yeah it's it's been a wild wild journey it definitely definitely had more of a family feel in the beginning um you know you'd go to the fights and it was more like grass, the same more people. grassroots yeah you'd go to the fights and you'd see the same people every time it was like yeah you know burr watson was walking you out and uh just everybody everybody uh Everybody, Susie, the makeup, you know, like uh, just like the, the, you, those Burt are the Watson. people that, what's that? Burt Watson. I mean, yeah, Burt. I mean, Burt, yeah. everybody, you yeah. see, see the same people every time. Now it's a little, you know, it's a little more, uh, I feel like it's more like commercial. Everybody's different. It's, you don't really have that personal connection. Um, there's so many more fighters. I feel like when I first started in the UFC, I knew every single fighter. Now I think I'm, I know maybe a, a third, if that, um, yeah. like I, I could recite everybody's record and everything I really knew. So I think that it's gotten like a little more just like mainstream, you know, it's on, it, it went from, it went from spike TV to, uh, FX. Then it was Fox and now ESPN It's just kind of morphed and it's, uh, yeah, it's cool to see how big it's gotten. And Con- I mean, Connor's like it was he he got a big uh a big um part and Rhonda uh the two people that really I guess got new new faces in the game. Um yeah. 
but uh yeah it's been it's been uh it's been a wild ride a wild journey for sure um but uh yeah i i haven't i haven't worn the venom gear yet this is my first time gonna be in the venom gear so i was just saying speaking of changes yeah that's right yeah, they got some bad. cool stuff. New yeah, I, I like, uh, I, like I like the look. It looks pretty cool, and I like that it's uh, an MMA brand uh, Reebok. Yes. You know, it was cool, but I think it's 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 cool that it's Venom is they they really I think they they get the sport a lot better. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Al. Well, we're going to let you go. You got a fight against Bobby Green coming up in a few days. UFC 268 in what is your first outing at Madison Square Garden. Congrats on the fight, man, and congrats on getting a fight at the venue. I, I don't want to speak for you, but I would imagine for an East Coaster, for a, for a guy out there, the, a New Yorker, this is the, the holy grail of fight venues, man. So congrats and uh, best of luck on Saturday, Al. Absolutely appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you both for having me. I really appreciate sure. it. We'll be watching. So yeah. Thank- Do your thing. Oh yes, we will be. Enjoy the show. Throwing down with Renee and Misha is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting. Steve Cohen in Sirius XM Fight Nation program director Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts.